0: Welcome to the paradigm. I'm Matt Workman. And as always, I'm joined by Joe Goodman.
1: Joe, how are you doing today? Dude, I am I'm doing pretty solid recording on a Monday night with no work tomorrow. I know.
0: It is uh, is a 4th of July weekend. Most people
1: Do you be... think that 4th of July should just always be like a Monday holiday?
0: Yes. Because I worked today Yeah, it's wild You had to go to work today Most people did And then you're off tomorrow Back to work on Wednesday It's just a weird way to
1: It's a weird way to do it it.
0: Yeah I mean, just just observe it on Monday
1: Or give us both off
0: Yeah, or just Yeah, give your employees Monday off And they get two days off
1: Yeah I agree that you know, That's what the 4th of July rule should be. It should be, you get as many days in the week off as where it lands. So, like, if it's Monday, you only get the one day off. But if 4th of July is a Friday, you get the whole week.
0: I like it. I like that
1: way of thinking. Like, that would be the way to do it. Absolutely. It's also, it's kind of like the Super Bowl now, too. Because I can't, I can't go do... Stuff late tomorrow, like I can't, you know, I I have because I have to go to work on Wednesday, so it's yeah. not like I can. And people can go started out and have like, a good old time.
0: People started like doing things on Friday, yeah, on the thirtieth. You know, they were going out of town, making plans with their families, and then they had to either take off, and use PTO or vacation time, or go back to work today. So
1: i mainly yeah. picked going to work today because I knew it be I, I knew it would be a very quiet day.
0: True, I'm sure there's a, quite a few people who decided. Yeah, to most take everybody
1: off. was off today. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was a solid day to pick to to, to work because I actually got stuff done. I didn't have to go to a bunch of meetings.
0: Yeah, because everyone else is off. So good deal. So Joe, have you been following the like um, goings on of uh, San Diego State University in the past over the weekend or past week, let's say?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, when they when they initially announced that they were going to leave, with the Mountain West, right? Well, they
0: um, they said well they, they announced were... first
1: that they were going to leave, right? They they put their papers in. This was a while back. They were saying like we're.
0: Well, they asked for an extension on their deadline, so they have until the, they had until the thirtieth to yeah, to announce if they're going to leave after the thirtieth, their exit fee doubled,
1: right? But it was all pretty much like everybody was like, oh yeah, they're going to go, and so yeah. I, I remember thinking like, what do they know that we don't exactly, um, which turned out nothing. They knew nothing that we don't,
0: and then I guess thirtieth came and went. Pac twelve still doesn't have a media deal. They haven't invited anyone or no one's applied for admission to the Pac-12 from another conference. And then they sent out an email – or not an email, but on July 1st, a letter saying, we look forward to a continued membership of the Mountain West Conference. And then today, Mountain West Conference said, uh, we are – your previous letter assumes we're taking that as a – you're leaving. So – essentially they don't have a conference in 2024
1: they'll figure it out
0: well, no, i don't think is, they're
1: going to be left conferenceless
0: i mean mountain west is like you owe us 17 million dollars because you we took that as a withdrawal and it was before the the 30th deadline so we owe you owe us 17 million dollars now maybe it'll maybe the Pac twelve will eventually get a media deal and they will invite or San Diego State will apply for that conference and they'll figure all that out. However, right now, it's in a weird, precarious situation.
1: Yeah. So they're they are meeting in two weeks from today. Is is what Brett McMurphy's reporting, and so uh, it'll be the board of directors of the Mountain West are meeting on July seventeenth to discuss the matter. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any way. Like, I San Diego State's probably the most high profile school in the Mountain West right now. Maybe Boise State. Um, yeah, they're so, they're
0: strong. I mean, Boise State's coming off of a little bit of a. Letdown. Yeah, name recognition. I think yeah. Boise is probably bigger, sure. but.
1: SDSU like that's that's one of your premier schools been in successful. your conference yeah. yeah there's no way they're they're gonna try to they're gonna do some like come on let us have your money we want to keep your but there's no way that they're gonna actually do anything that would that would force the hand of San Diego State or make them make them be independent they're not no. gonna blow up their own schedule
0: well no um and I think But yeah, they're demanding like $17 million. $17 million. By yeah.
1: By July 1st of next year.
0: And I mean maybe Pac-12 does get a media deal, maybe they work something out with San Diego State and SMU, which has been the two schools that have been rumored this whole time. But it's been like 10 months and uh we still don't have a deal. So I'm very skeptical that they're going to add schools. To the Pac-12.
1: Oh, I don't think I, I. I am I am near positive that they have been told, if unless you are adding a Power Five school, you you know you are you are lessening the pie. Like you're not going to get full shares of money added to whatever deal they think they have right now.
0: And there's, I mean, the rumor was like SMU and San Diego State, they wouldn't get a full share anyway. They wouldn't get probably any money. Except, right. for, you know, maybe what they're already getting at their, you know, respective conferences that they're in right now, but it wasn't going to be a, a Power Five share.
1: And they still ain't taking them. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and it's, it's interesting because on that same day, the Big 12 announced, like, we have executed and finalized our extension of our media deal with ESPN and Fox.
1: What what is it now? To 2031?
0: um, and they're working on something. They said there's, or I guess it was Max Olson said there's an upcoming, there's a data deal that Big Twelve is working on that they're yet to announce.
1: Yes, so think there we, is a. Uh, I have, I have I have seen some stuff about this over the last couple of months of, um, and I I don't I I'd be lying or I'd be lying if I tried to act like I understood what it was, but. Yes, I have. I have heard that there is some kind yeah. of deal around. Um, My understanding like... would be
0: for sports betting is where where the the data would become in handy.
1: Mm, gotcha. You know, but so yeah, I have seen that they they're looking for some kind of data partnership.
0: Yeah, and since uh, the rumors are they have one, they're just waiting to announce it. And it's going to be it's a revenue generating venture, so that's more money to the overall. Revenue for the Big 12 schools. And you still have the cost for all playoff contract, the new one to get sorted out and the NCAA tournament for basketball. So, um, so far, things are looking good for Brett Yormark and the Big 12 moving forward.
1: Yeah, I think uh, every time I hear news about him, I'm, I'm, I kind of think we, we may have done the right thing hiring him as our conference commissioner
0: yeah and part of me is like he probably won't be the conference commissioner too long. He'll move into like a like a higher profile role within college sports. Just based I think he'll him. be around
1: for a few years at the very least,
0: yeah um now, I did see that he was on someone's podcast earlier in the week, and he said like he liked he would like to stay at fourteen, but he's happy with the twelve that but we have but he lacks the number fourteen, which I don't know if that's just being cagey or if he's dropping breadcrumbs. I, I don't know how to read that particular. Is college. that what
1: the is is the Big Ten at fourteen now, or are they at sixteen?
0: I think they're sixteen with you. you or twenty twenty four. They'll be at sixteen.
1: Gotcha. And then is the the SEC? They'll be fourteen though, right? Or they will they no be 16? they'll
0: they'll be sixteen twenty twenty four. Texas, no U. So those two will be sixteen. Ooh. Um, the. ACC, I believe, is fifteen, and then they have some agreement with Notre Dame, who play. He, Notre Dame plays like a certain number of ACC schools. So yeah, we, they
1: have like a partnership. Yeah,
0: and then you have the Pac-12, which will be at ten as of in twenty twenty four, and will be and the big Big Twelve will be twelve as of July third. So, but it just found it on. I found it curious that he made this comment about the number 14.
1: I think uh, part of me thinks it's, it's a bit of psyops. But yeah. And he, is that, he is likes, that he likes, I I mean, likes pushing he on the, on, you know, on the artery a little bit. That's what he's kind of doing.
0: Yeah. Because he's making swir- sure,
1: you know, he's there.
0: And there's swirling rumors about two particular schools in the, in the PAC 12 that have maybe have big 12 interest, but so yeah, you, you're probably right. It's probably a psyops where he's just kind of like letting.
1: He's just yeah. It's everyone knows that we're still people here. Know he's around. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. By the way, hey, it's your buddy Brett. We got room. We and got, we got leg a, room. We got a contract.
0: For till 2031. We're sitting here. So yeah. So Joe, let's jump in the kansas how about that
1: oh all right so we have the it's the it's the dorothy podcast we have the double dose of of kansas schools today so we'll be previewing both the kansas jayhawks and the kansas state wildcats um man i'm more than happy to dive in so we're start. we're going to start with the the blue and the red yes is that what you're telling me okay so we're starting with everybody's cinderella from last year um out of nowhere the Kansas Jayhawks, the team that was always the worst in the big twelve like and we're talking like re- like probably worst in football where losing yeah. to them became a meme uh if you if you lost to them, they Matt, they started off the season last year with five straight wins. yeah, five they in were, a row. They were ranked. They were ranked. then they lost three in a row, but then they did something nobody thought that they could do. After losing three in a row, they won a sixth game, which meant they got to go to a bowl game. They finished six and six last season, and they played in one of the most fun bowl games of the year. Yeah. They they, they played in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. They did lose to Arkansas, but it was a triple overtime game. Arkansas beat them on a two-point conversion. Um, That was a fun game. And Kansas was a legitimately fun team last year. So much fun. Matt, that I'll let you know, and I think you probably voted maybe close to what I did. I had two Kansas offensive players in my preseason all-big conference team. I, I picked Jalen Daniels as preseason all-conference quarterback, and I picked Devin Neal as preseason all-conference running back. That's how ex- that's how exciting I think this offense was last year and is going to be this year. But there's still a whole lot of question marks on the other side of the ball. Um, they didn't show us a great defense last year, did they Matt?
0: No, defense was a problem. Offense was great and then defense was a liability for sure last year.
1: Yeah, except for when they played Iowa State as we talked about last week was just that random 14 to 11 win.
0: Yeah, they had a few of those and so like and also Oklahoma State. Like they held Oklahoma State to 16 points. Oklahoma state wasn't great last year offensively, but
1: I think, I don't think anybody was playing for Oklahoma state in that game though.
0: I mean, it was in November 5th. So, by that time of the year, it was like, they were on the downward spiral for sure.
1: You know, they gave up 55 to Texas, 43 to tech, 47 to Kansas state. They gave up 35 to us. And it's not like, yeah, it's not like we were scoring points with the best of them last year. In, you give a 52 to Oklahoma, who on another team that was in turmoil half the season last year, and give,
0: in the bowl game, 55 to Arkansas. So yeah,
1: well, that was a triple overtime, but it's, it's, yes, it's so easy to score in in overtime in, in college football. So I take that one with a grain of salt. There's you know Arkansas get a bunch of different opportunities to add to that score and run it up a bit. So West Virginia scored yeah, 42 in
0: overtime of- on them. How much did West Virginia score on them? 42 in overtime.
1: 42 against West Virginia. I don't want to talk about losing to West Virginia. And they beat West Virginia. So, you know, they yeah. gave up 42 points. But they scored 55.
0: They scored 55, yes.
1: Um, But yeah, not a great defense. Everybody's kind of, everybody's super high on them now, Matt. Um, And by super high, I mean for Kansas as standards. Um, But I'm going to say, I actually kind of don't, don't think they're going to do it back-to-back years. I think they're going to score a lot of points again but I think the defense is just such a liability. They're going to lose a bunch of games that they probably shouldn't just because their defense won't be able to stop anybody. And yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of ball control against them. Do what you can you can run the football against them. So go run the football against them and score points and control the clock, keep the ball out of Devin Neal's hand and you can beat them. So I think I think that's what's going to happen. We like again, we saw them lose one two three, uh, you know, seven out of the last eight games that they played last year. So, um,
0: yeah, that's a great point because you kind to figured them out. You start, they, yeah, and I think that's going to carry over. Like, yeah, they're not going to sneak up on anyone in twenty twenty three. There, there's film on them, and they kind of now people know, especially in the Big Twelve, what you're going to go up against and what you're going to get from Kansas. On yeah, you've got to care.
1: Summer. You got to care this year.
0: Yeah. So yeah, people figured them out. Uh, the thing about them is like, if you have a, I think if you have a decent offense and even a mediocre defense, you can hold them to under
1: thirty. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, you can beat them. You can yeah. go out there and beat them. It's and... And proven
0: by the Baylor game. Like we held them to twenty three. We scored, you know, we scored thirty five or whatever, and you know, got that win. When a lot of people picked, like an upset at that time of the year. So it Was that
1: that game? It was a good game.
0: Yeah.
1: Um uh, I hated that game.
0: That was the wind game for me. So.
1: Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, you yeah. We lost, tents. we lost We lost the tents. entire tailgate that day. Yeah. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so. It was a windy
0: day. It was It was was windy. That is for sure.
1: Too much so for our tents. Anyway, um, that's enough about last year, man. So we know that people are kind of high on them. I think I'm, I'm probably lower on Kansas than most people are this year. Um, I, I don't have the highest of hopes for them, but I don't think they're going to be Kansas of old either. I think they're going to be a fun yeah. team to watch. I just don't think they're going to be able to, you know, win a lot of 50, 50 games, but yes. let's dive in. Let's see okay. what we think. Let's see where we land. We do already know, um, three of these for sure. And I still haven't gone back and listened to the BYU episode to remember what we picked in the BYU game, but um, I'm pretty sure I'll probably pick the same as I did then, but we, we, they've got three games on here that we talked about in the last couple of weeks. So I do have the results there. So we already, you know, we'll move through this pretty quickly. I think let's start off. They face off against my second favorite bears in college, the Missouri state bears. Um, I have a buddy named DJ Heim who went to Missouri state. So shout out DJ. Um, they welcome in the Missouri State Bears as the first game of the season. It's an 8 o'clock Eastern game on ESPN+. So night game at home uh, against an FCS opponent. Matt, does Kansas win, or do they start the year off with, like, utter disgrace by losing to an FCS school? Well,
0: Missouri State doesn't have Petrino anymore. He's moved on to Texas So I think this is a Kansas win.
1: All right we both have a Kansas win. I agree with you. That one's easy enough to pick. Now, Kansas actually has a pretty interesting schedule. Missouri State not a not a tough team to play, but they do follow it up against the uh the Big 10 as they welcome in the Fighting Illini of Illinois this a night game on ESPN2 7:30 Eastern. Um so a little bit of primetime work here for Kansas early in the season. Um, welcome, welcoming in another power five conference school, um, Matt, I don't know anything about Illinois. I won't lie. Uh, so this is just going to be me guessing, but what do you think here? Does Kansas have a shot against, uh, beating a, you know, a non-con power five school?
0: I think they're going to be Illinois is going to be better defensively. And they have a new head coach He's a former defensive coordinator Um, so I think this is going to be a Kansas loss just because of the, like I said before, I think it's going to be some of the same we had last year. If you have a a mediocre to even decent defense, they're going to have problems scoring and their defense is going to have problems stopping people from scoring. So, um, that's where I'm at. So I think this is a loss for Kansas.
1: So you got, you got Illinois winning this one. Yes. I'm going to agree with you. I'm just looking at Illinois schedule from last year and you're right. They, they do have a solid defense. Uh, They played a barn burner though, in one game, one of the little outliers uh, against Iowa and they played a nine to six game. in that one just can't imagine the excitement that was there, but yeah, they, they actually had a shutout last year. It was against Chattanooga, but a shutout in college football is nonetheless is, is nothing to sneeze at. They gave up uh on different occasions. They gave up a three a three points one game, nine points one game, six points one game, zero points one game, six points one game, three points one game. So about half the season last year, they did not give up 10 points. So you're right, they do. They have a very solid defense. Um so I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Illinois to win this one, give give Kansas their first loss of the season. Um might make some people be like, what's going on? Especially if it's something where where Illinois is able to really shut down Kansas's offense because that's that's the biggest strength that Kansas has. So if we see something where Illinois is able to hold them to not a whole lot of points, it might be a little scary moment there. All right. Now Kansas, before we move please. on, I,
0: I want to correct. What I said I said Illinois had a new head coach. That was incorrect. Their defense coordinator left to Purdue. He's the head coach at Purdue, so they still have Brett Bielema at Illinois. However, everything I stick with, everything I said.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Bielema is going to still run the football and look like he just finished eating. And they're going to play defense. A huge sub sandwich.
0: And like you said, they're going to ball control.
1: Yeah, they'll ball control all day. Um, Next up, Kansas plays their first road game of the season uh, heading to Reno, Nevada to play against the Nevada Wolfpack. This will be a little bit of Big 12 after dart here. Um, it's a 10-30 Eastern kick on CBS Sports Network. Um, so I'm guessing that's a part of some kind of Mountain West deal that exists there. Yeah. M- Matt, does Kansas pick up a road win?
0: Yeah. Uh, Nevada was 2-10 and 10 last year. So I think they're still building that program. But I think this should be – should be is this relatively... even mountain west
1: or is this is this like the whack
0: no this is not west because they were 0 and 8 mountain west last year got it okay um so, at any yeah. rate
1: i'm gonna agree with you yeah kansas, i've got kansas, i've got yeah. kansas winning yeah no doubt okay yeah a little maybe maybe a body clock game who knows i don't know but I don't yeah, yeah 9 30 kansas will run up the score
0: 9 30 central time so
1: yeah they'll be all right yeah all right, Kansas then heads back home, back to the uh, the friendly plains of Lawrence to play their very first conference game of the year against one of our newcomers, uh, BYU. BYU will head into Lawrence and play against the Jayhawks. Matt, we already know, or we don't know what we predicted. That's the one that we don't know. But I, I have a good idea of what I picked. Um, Matt, do, do you remember what you picked when we did our BYU coverage and if not, what do you think is going to happen in this game?
0: I don't remember, but I think BYU is going to win.
1: I that's, agree that's with what you. I'm going
0: with.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure this is also BYU's first ever conference game. So I think I think they're going to go in and, and win this thing. So Kansas, unfortunately, you are now two and two for both of us. We're we're in agreement. We're starting to get into a stride here where we where we think alike, which is dangerous. Yeah. Yes. It means both of us are going to be wrong instead of just one of us being really, really wrong.
0: We'll be wrong together. Forever. Yes.
1: Um. Next one, I don't think you and I are going to have a disagreement on either. Um, Kansas heads on the road to play their first road game um, in conference play. Uh, they head to Austin to face off against the Texas Longhorns. Matt does Kansas have what it takes to win yet again at DKR? I don't think so.
0: And as much as it pains me to say this, I think Texas is going to be able to handle
1: Kansas with ease. The problem is Kansas always beats Texas. As long as people don't think Kansas can beat Texas. If people, if it's not funny anymore to lose to Kansas, Texas is gonna beat Kansas. And so this year at this point Texas it's a rivalry. So you know, sorry, sorry, Kansas. You gotta go back to being bad again, and then yeah. you can go to Austin and win. We'll let it happen. Yes. All right, next up, it, it doesn't really get much easier. That's the thing, is the schedule, like it's not too easy so far for Kansas. And they do get to head back home. So they just played in Austin, they get to come back to Lawrence. But they welcome in the Gus Malzon led um UCF Knights. This is a game that we've already spoken about um when we did our our huge extravaganza where we did three newbies and we covered the the UCF season. Matt, do you remember what you picked in this one? Because we, we actually picked the same thing.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty high on UCF coming to the Big Twelve, so I'm pretty sure I had a win
1: for the Knights. Uh we both did. So we both have Kansas losing this game at home. That means We've got Kansas sitting at two and four right now. First six games. They're halfway through the year. Two and four. means they got to go four and two to make a bowl again. Um, Riding a really, really strong high. Really wanting to go back. Are they going to be able to do it? Um, You and I aren't aren't hopeful as of right now. Um, They still don't have an off week. They played six games. They're going into their seventh. It's the last one before the bye. But they do head back out on the road to Boone Pickett Stadium in Stillwater. They face off against uh, Oklahoma State and Mike Gundy. Uh, I'm not high on Oklahoma State this year, as I've said over and over again. Do you think Kansas wins this one on the road, Matt?
0: I think they pull one off. I think they, they like, again, I'm not high on Oklahoma State either, so I think Kansas can regroup and get a win on the road.
1: Agreed. I think uh, I think Kansas, this is kind of like the, okay, hey, maybe the sky isn't falling. We're now three and four. We're going into an off week. We need three more wins to make a bowl. Maybe it's doable. I think that's what's going to happen right now. Um, so I see Kansas winning in this game heading into their off week, then they get to come back home. So they played on the road at Oklahoma state, but they keep it within the Oklahoma schools as they welcome in the Sooners last time these two will probably ever play, let alone in Lawrence. Um, and they've played forever from the big eight to the big 12. These two schools have played each other for a long time. Matt does Kansas have what it takes to knock out the Sooners.
0: No, I think uh, Sooners get a win. No.
1: I agree with you there. I think Oklahoma wins this one. No, nothing too crazy. I think Oklahoma will just have better players. They'll just be be the better team. Yeah. So now we've got, you know, we went from, what, three and four. Now we're three and five. You've only got room for one more loss on the year. Next up, they head on the road in November to one of the toughest places in the conference to play. They head to Ames, Iowa, to face off against the Iowa State Cyclones at Jack Trice Stadium. Ooh, not a good time when you absolutely need a win to be heading on the road in November against Iowa State. We talked about this one last week. Matt, yeah. I'll just let you know. We both picked Iowa State to win this yeah. game. That seems so now hard. we're at three and six on the year. A six and six team last year went to a bowl game hung with Arkansas all the hope in the world and I don't think we're being unreasonable in our picks like I don't think I don't think it's crazy I I I would bet if you kind of looked at these we're kind of picking favorites I would assume most of what we're saying here is probably the favorites to win these games um but yeah I don't think this is crazy I just don't think their schedule sets up nicely for them Um, And they're going to have to pull off an upset or two to to actually like maintain some momentum and win games because it's just it feels like uh, it's just another one of those years, you know, so we're sitting at three and six. We've got three games left. Matt, get to come back home, but they will face off against the Fighting Joey Maguires of Texas Tech. Matt, do you think Tech has what it takes to head into Lawrence and grab a road game win?
0: I have Texas Tech as one of my top five teams in the league this year, so I think they go into Lawrence and get a
1: W easily. All right, I agree with you. I think Texas Tech is the better football team. This is an upset pick for me. I think, I think everybody, I think Tech will be big time favorite in this one. They'll ha- I, they'll have some stuff to play for. They'll be sitting up in there in second or third place. And this is just one of those little trip-up games. It's going to be cold. It's going to be random. You're going to maybe start thinking, oh, Kansas Kansas last year was an abomination. They're Kansas again. Um, kind of one of those moments that can happen. Uh, tech will probably be ranked, in my in my opinion, at this point in the year. And I think they head up and they get a loss. And it gives give Kansas just that little, little tiny bit of hope, Matt. So you've now got them. Ooh
0: three eight, and seven. seven yeah
1: three and seven so they are bolless pretty much nothing to play for i've got them at four and six with still hope if they win out they can make a bowl they stay at home biggest game of the year for them in state rivalry the the reigning big 12 football champions the kansas state wildcats head to town in lawrence who wins matt who takes it home is it, is it ema or is it rock chalk in the Kansas battle here?
0: ema all the way, not a chance. They lose this game.
1: I have to agree with you. I, they are going to be too disciplined and too good to, to, to lose this game. There's no way. I think they will also be fighting for an opportunity to go to Arlington at this part of at this point in yep. the season, they're going to want to be trying to repeat. Um, and so, yeah, I've got Kansas state winning them, winning this one. Slashing the hopes that Kansas had to make a bowl game because now, Matt, I've got them at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got them at four and seven on the year. Womp womp. You've got them at three and eight. Three and eight. That's a rough year. Eight.
0: That is that is a rough year.
1: Well, they get to they get to end it all. They get to shut down, try to do better. Bring in some more recruits. They just got to play one more game on the road at Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. They face off against the Cincinnati Bearcats. Matt, this is another one that we've already talked about in the past. Um, And I'll just go ahead and put a fork in it here. We both actually have Kansas winning this game. This meaningless game at home. We have Kansas winning. I did it again,
0: Joe. I made it. I had my number, 4-8, and and I landed it.
1: You landed it. Four and eight. I had them at five and seven. One game off. They're sitting there going, ah! Well, if I kind of think we had, If only we could have beaten Iowa State I, or Illinois.
0: I think of a lot about Kansas, like those early Baylor teams when, when Art Brawls took over, where, like, the offense was very good and the defense is just so bad that they just couldn't stop people from scoring. So, that's the way I look at it. Like and they had a we had a couple of like four and eight teams in those early years, and I kind of look at it the same way. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I buy that. I buy that. All right. Well, we just talked a little bit about Kansas State saying that we thought that they were gonna win a game. So <laughs> um I will go ahead in my notes right here, and I will mark that one down. So now we've already got a third of the season already picked. Yeah, for we should State. have like
0: four games ready. We have go. four
1: games now already picked for Kansas State, so we can run. We've already covered them. We don't have to talk too much about those, um, and and we can get to some of the stuff we're watching a little bit quicker. But let's talk Kansas State, the reigning Big Twelve uh, Big Twelve Championship Game champions, champions, whatever they, they won. The, they won the Big Twelve last year. They beat TCU. Thank you very much for your service, um, Wildcats. Baylor Nation salutes you. Um For winning that football game, Matt, what do you think about the what do you think about the Wildcats this year?
0: Um, I think it's going to be a lot more of the same. They're a very consistent program. Anyone who watched uh, Clyon who was at North Dakota State, kind of you know what you're going to get from his program, and I think they're going to have another good year. I don't know if they're going to win the big 12 championship or even be in it, but I think they're going to be in contention late in the season.
1: Yeah, I think you're spot on. I agree. They're going to be up there the entire year competing for a chance to repeat in this thing. Um, Kansas State, they just feel like... Snyder always made them feel like they were never going to beat themselves. And they were always going to do the little things right. They were always going to be fundamental. And he was always going to go out and be able to find guys that other schools overlooked. And he was going to be able to build them up. And turn these kids into something um better than anybody else saw that they could be. They're almost getting to the point now where they're not even having to do that second part because they're starting to bring in some like legit dudes. Um yeah. you know, but they still have the douche bonds of the world. Um you know, luckily he's not around anymore. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but I still think they're gonna be very good this year. I don't think they'll be as good as last year. But no, I agree. I think I think this conference is it's still pretty even right now, which is good news for Kansas state. Cause I don't think, again, I don't think they're going to beat themselves. And if you can just play this season, not making a bunch of mistakes, playing sound football, playing things the right way, I think you can win a lot of games. And I expect Kansas state to win a lot of games this year.
0: I I do too. I mean, they are going to, you mentioned it. They're going to have to be replacing Deuce Vaughn. Um, there is a question mark about the receiver position, uh, but they are going to return their quarterback, which is always good news. Yeah.
1: Yes, 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 and they have they've they've experience in the quarterback position. So
0: yes, absolutely.
1: All right, Matt. Let's dive into the schedule. Let's have some fun. Um, the team that Je- uh, that Jerome Tang will be rooting for during football season, unfortunately um let's start off they start off at home against just really the toughest of opponents that you've ever heard of the southeast missouri Redhawks come to town watch out thank god you're if you're a season ticket holder um you get to pull that one this year matt does uh do the red hawks have a shot at beating the reigning big 12 title team from last year
0: hey when the red hawks come to town you better take them seriously <laughs> But I think Kansas State will and get a get a win to open the season.
1: Yeah, I already I had already marked that as a win for you. I assumed you weren't going to be a crazy person. Yeah. All right, Kansas State stays at home, um, stays non-con in this situation, and again welcomes in just I don't know how people are going to be able to get tickets to this one based off of this opponent. They welcome in the Troy Trojans. Matt, does Troy have a shot to walk in and win in Manhattan, Kansas?
0: Well, I will say this. I mean, Troy was twelve and two last year, eight and one in conference. They have they had an eleven game winning streak.
1: Mm-hmm. However, they're Sun Belt, th- correct? They're Sun Belt. Yeah, the Fun Belt.
0: And I do think there is a difference in competition, albeit maybe slight, but still a difference. And I think that uh, Kansas State gets a win.
1: I have to agree with you there. It's going to be one of those games where Troy comes in and they're. Like nobody, nobody in Manhattan cares about this game. And then it's going to be one of those where eight minutes into the first quarter, Troy's going to be winning 17 to six. Cause it'll be just some like stupid stuff that's gone on and everybody's going to be like, Oh no, have we overlooked this team? And then they're going to end up winning 41 to 21. That's kind of how I see this one going. It's going to be their like their weird game. All right, so we both got them two and zero now. They do head on the road to face off against an SEC foe, but a rival of a rival. Kansas is arguably biggest rival, uh, Missouri. So Kansas State will head to Columbia to face off against the Tigers, their former Big Eight and Big Twelve foe that has left them to go to the the SEC. Pulled in Oklahoma before Oklahoma could. Matt. Does Kansas State walk in to Ferret Field and grab themselves a win? Do they make the Big 12 look good by grabbing an SEC road win?
0: Yeah, because I don't think Missouri is going to be very good. No. I mean, they were six and seven last year,
1: they lost a week.
0: Um, and they lost to Kansas State last year 40 to 12. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't think they'll be very good. So, yeah, I think Kansas State is able to go on the road and get a win.
1: I agree with you there. We've got now a 3-0 and Kansas State. But guess what, Matt? The next week, they come back home and they face off against UCF. We we covered this game pretty hard already, and we both picked UCF to win this one. So, right. we we both have Kansas State starting 4-0. and <clears throat> now excuse me for my coughing who
0: do we pick I'm to still win? still
1: fighting and, the cold ahead.
0: Who do we pick to win against UCF I'm sorry
1: we pick Kansas State to win okay four <clears> zero. <throat> yeah four zero. now we head into the actually the worst part of Kansas State's schedule they're getting screwed here they have a week four uh, week five bye so they play four games then they get a bye which means they finish the season with eight straight games eight games in a row Most people are finishing the season with five or six. See, they get this extra rest. Man, eight games like that, that's such an early bye week to have. It sucks for them. Um, But they have it nonetheless. Then they head out on the road, they head into Stillwater to face off against a team that you and I have basically dumped on every week. Do you think Oklahoma State has what it takes to, to hold their ground at home against the Wildcats?
0: I don't. I'm, I mean, I hate to dump on Oklahoma State every week, but I just I don't. don't think they're be very good. So, I think Kansas State's going to be able to win this game in Stillwater.
1: Yeah, you're right. Oklahoma State is not going to be good. I, I, I'm I'm going to probably end up being wrong. Like I'm going to talk them into like. The existence of being really good, and I'm going to look like an idiot, but I think they're going to be terrible. I so I will join you in Kansas State going five and oh on the year. Then they head on the road to what I think is going to be a really, really interesting and fun matchup. They head to Jones at&t Stadium in Lubbock, Texas. They face off against Texas Tech. This feels like a night game to me. Um. So that means it'll probably be like an 11 a.m. kick because it feels like a night game. So they they'll, they won't make it one. But we have Texas Tech. We have Kansas State. Matt, who wins between what I think is probably going to be a pretty top-end matchup in the Big 12 next year?
0: I think I, – I agree. I think it's probably going to be a night game. Um, In Lubbock, that's always a hard place to play. So I'm going to go with the uh, the Red Raiders here.
1: Oh, man, I was thinking that I was thinking we were going to veer away from each other here because I have tech winning, too. I have this being Kansas State's first loss. Well,
0: we are very pro Texas Tech Baylor podcast. So this is
1: true. We both do like we do. We do kind of enjoy some tech. But yeah. But yeah, I think I think this is this is the end to the undefeated thing. And now Kansas State's kind of shake it off, pick themselves up and say, all right, let's go. Let's get this done. Yeah. Um, and again, their bye week's done, so they're just, just banging these games out. And we've actually got three of the last six. We've already predicted. So there's only three games that are kind of wild cards here for us. Um, they head back home to face off against the school I hate more than anybody. Um, that means I'm not biased whatsoever in, in how I'm gonna pick this game. Um, uh, they will face off at home against the TCU Horned Frogs, last year's national runner up. Matt, does TCU win or does Kansas State win? Who wins the battle of purple schools? Uh,
0: I'm gonna go with TCU here.
1: You're going TCU. So you've got Kansas State with their second loss in a row. Yeah, so you got got them five and two. I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm putting them six and one. I'm taking Kansas State um, to 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 beat up on the Horn Frogs this year. They will be they'll be the purple champions. Matthew.
0: Yeah, we got a little. Little spice going on. Little, little now speed. we got
1: a little spice. Um, I can tell you the next game though is the University of Houston, also at home in Manhattan. We have already talked about this game. Um, and you and I both picked Kansas State to to beat up on the Cougars. So now you officially do have them both eligible at six and two. I have them now sitting at um seven and one. Heading in to a road game, which I think has the possibility to be a preview of what the big 12 championship game is. I I do think this is on the short list of possibilities. So this is going to be a tough one for Kansas state on the road in Austin at DKR. They'll face off against the Texas Longhorns. Matt, who, who wins this? I think what'll be kind of a big time matchup of, of talent on the field versus the way the talent is deployed on the field.
0: Uh, I think Kansas state wins.
1: Oh, all right. They
0: uh historically I always give Longhorns a tough time, whether in Austin or Manhattan. So I think this is one of those years where they come out uh victorious.
1: All right. So now you're sitting here at three, four, five, six, seven. So you're now you've now got them at seven and two. I had them at seven and one. And I'm gonna now match up with you. We're gonna spice it up a little bit. I'm taking Texas to win this game. So now we both got Kansas State with their second loss of the year. We both got them sitting at seven and two. And now, Matt, maybe your toughest choice of the year. Kansas State heads back home to face off against the mighty men in green and gold. The Baylor Bears head to town. Who wins? Does Baylor have what it takes to win in Manhattan, Matt?
0: Of course they do. I got Baylor winning, no doubt.
1: Matt. Dude, are you seriously being a homer on the podcast right now? Don't answer that. You're not because Baylor's going to be a really, really good football team. That's way better than Kansas state. That's not biased at all. Totally not biased. Matt and I are not biased. This is a professional podcast. Matt is correct. Baylor wins this football game. It's not even a question. No need to talk anymore about it. Right, Matt? Silence. Silence. There we go. So we both, we both got them sitting seven and three with two games left. Matt, guess what? Both of these games, it's at Kansas, it's against Iowa State. We've talked about this both already. Um in the in the state of Kansas, we just talked about that one a minute ago. We you and I both picked Kansas State to win this one. So now you've got them sitting eight and three. I've got them sitting eight and three. But are they able to finish nine and three or is it eight and four? What's it gonna finish up as? Again, we talked about this one last week. It's at home, it's against Iowa State. Matt, you picked Iowa State to win this one. I picked Kansas State to win. So your prediction for KSU this year is officially at eight and four. And I've got them sitting pretty at nine and three.
0: Sounds perfect. Like again, we landed the plane. We we got it done.
1: We got a little flip flop going here where we've got you've got Kansas at four and eight, and you've got Kansas State at eight and four.
0: As the world should be.
1: As the world should be. Matt, who are we talking about next week?
0: Next week is a a, it's a special week because well we're
1: going to have two two episodes. I think is probably what we may end up doing. Well, we may do a Big Twelve, yeah, a Big Twelve Media Day special Bear Den, and then record during the weekend again. So
0: tentatively, it's TCU for the preview, okay, and then Big Twelve Media Day coverage. Because I think what
1: we need to do is on Wednesday Wednesday night. After day one, that's when we can, we can, or, or maybe even during the event, who knows? We'll there, see what yeah. we can pull off.
0: I'm sure we'll have time,
1: but that's when, that's when we need to do our, our big 12 ballots.
0: Yes. Big 12 ballots, um, all conference teams, things like that.
1: All right. I dig it. This is a good plan. This is a great plan. I'm excited. I'm excited for next week.
0: As am I. I'm like, we're gonna get to see some people we don't normally get to see. So it's gonna be a good time.
1: Um, and and as Matt mentioned, we won't we won't spoil it yet, but Scott Spain Smith did send us a question. We've gotten a couple of other questions from some other folks that they want us to ask at Media Days. So remember, if you uh if you have anything you want us to ask to Dave Aranda, maybe to Mike Gundy. You know, maybe you want to know something from Sonny Dykes or Brett Yormark. Maybe you want me to ask Matt a question while we're there in secret. You can DM us and let us know. And we will we will do what we can to ask that question.
0: Maybe you want to know about Quinn Yours.
1: I'm going to do what I can. He... Yeah, I'm going to do what I can to get you on TV, Matt.
0: Well... That's something I try to avoid. So we'll see how that goes. We're gonna,
1: we're gonna get you on TV. It's gonna happen. You watch. All right, all right. See how that goes. It's gonna happen. We're gonna get you on television. Speaking of television, Matt, what have you been watching lately?
0: So we talked about it a little bit last week. I started watching uh, Secret Invasion. I've watched two episodes of that. Um. Did you did you ever did you watch that yet or have you still waiting? To no, see?
1: I instead watched the first episode of The Witcher.
0: Okay, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I haven't watched The Witcher yet. I plan on it. I love The Witcher. I, w- I watched the first was it two seasons? Yeah, the first two seasons. I'm a little bit disappointed that Henry Cavill's leaving the series, so this will probably be the last season i watch of the witcher
1: i mean i'll still give it a try i i like I don't the story know, i know but, but you're right it's it's rough like if you've played the games like henry cavill is Geralt. gerald like, that's the thing he'll... like
0: he not only plays the games i'm pretty sure henry cavill like read the books
1: yeah no no he's a super nerd so and so like
0: that's what is concerning is because i understand that he had this affinity for the material
1: And that's why he's leaving. He doesn't feel like the production and writing are being true to the source material.
0: And then you're going to replace him with all apologies to this actor, a lesser actor with uh, Liam Hemsworth.
1: Really? That's who it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So that's
0: where I come off with like, this will probably be the last time I watch the Witcher.
1: I mean, I will, I will give it a shot. I won't lie because I like the content. I will give it the opportunity, but yeah, it's it's not likely that I will enjoy it.
0: But yeah, I haven't started it yet. I'm looking forward to it. But um, also, I started watching The Bear on Hulu.
1: Yeah, you t- you told me about that. Yeah,
0: and so that's excellent. <laughs> that's probably the best show on TV. <laughs> Honestly,
1: I spent all last week with um a baby. no help because like i said my wife was out of town she didn't get back until today actually my wife got back at about five o'clock in the morning today um so i didn't have i didn't have a ton of time for for watching really anything or playing any games or doing doing much fun
0: yeah that's understandable not
1: to not to imply that being with my son isn't fun it's a blast i'm just all of my time has been spent with him instead of just like.
0: Let him, just let him, uh, let him watch the The Witcher. It's, it's fine.
1: Oh God, no! He's he's he'll, in he'll very find- much a scared of absolutely everything phase right now. Um, so yeah, we've. I one of my biggest challenges that I overcame this week was finding the correct place to install his nightlight in his room so that it casts the least amount of shadow. Because if it's not plugged in, it's too dark in the room and he freaks out. And then now suddenly he's, he's scared of shadows. So there's a couple of positions that we tried and we finally found one that has been successful for multiple nights um, with the shadows that it casts. So hopefully, hopefully we're in there clear there, but yeah, no watching of the Witcher for Teddy, at least not right now.
0: All right. Maybe you should read him like the books to go to sleep at night. <laughs>
1: I, that would probably be safe because he wouldn't have the concept <laughs> of like what I was saying. He just yes. knows people look scared in things. There you go.
0: Yeah. So I haven't gone to any movies. Um, like I too haven't played any video games. So that's about it. I didn't go see Indiana Jones because, like, we I think we talked about this last week. What I've heard is like it's it's fun. It's a fine movie, but we both said like with being yeah I'll watch it dead, when it's out on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna, you know, spend time and go for it. It's fine. So
1: yeah, after I get off the phone with you, I or phone with you, um, after we stop recording, um, man, I, I feel old saying that. Like after I get off the phone with you, um. <laughs> I probably will go upstairs, spend 45 minutes trying to find a movie to watch and then decide not to watch one. That's what I'm thinking my night's going to end up being. I'll probably end up drinking whiskey yeah. thinking I'll watch a movie and then end up not not watching one.
0: Yeah. Sounds about right. I was yeah. just thinking about that. Like maybe I'll start The Witcher, but I'll probably just go to sleep um watching YouTube or TikTok. So,
1: yeah, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to go upstairs I'm going to start scrolling through, like, Netflix and Prime or whatever. Um, I'll be tempted to start Jack Ryan, but I'm going to wait until all the episodes come out so I can binge it because so it's is- not good enough for me to care to wait week to week. So
0: is this the, a new – no, this may be breaking news to me. Uh, is there a new season of Jack Ryan that came out, or is this from last year?
1: No, it's a brand new one. Two. There's only two episodes out so far.
0: Okay. so I See, here's my problem with Prime. I had no idea this was happening.
1: See, I watch. I
0: should see like. I I watch watch the Grand
1: Tour. So the Grand Tour is my filler show. So I'm on Prime all the time. So I see when stuff's coming up. Okay,
0: so like mostly, like if it's not like an advertisement on, like Twitter, or TikTok, I won't know what's coming out. (laughs) Because I don't watch enough Prime to like see the ads and stuff.
1: Yeah. But yeah, you haven't missed anything. There's only two episodes that have come out. So, um, okay. But only, I'm going to wait until they're all out.
0: Okay. So I'm going to check that out. So, what did you think about last, the
1: previous season of Jack Ryan? It well, was, I guess, okay. it's
0: season three, right?
1: This is season four.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, okay.
1: Yeah. So, last was, season was season three. So, yeah, I, it was, I mean, it was okay. Did the you first read, season was the best one.
0: Did you read, uh, how many of the books did you read?
1: None. I've just seen okay. a bunch of the movies.
0: Okay. So I've read several books, uh, t- Tom Clancy books, the Jack Ryan series. And I'm thinking this season may get back to more of like the classic Jack Ryan. Even He's the director the movies, of the
1: CIA, I believe. In this. So like
0: even the – if you've seen some of the earlier films, it, it should get back to more of like what you see with the Harrison Ford era Jack Ryan.
1: Mm-hmm. I do like those
0: movies, so. Yeah, so okay, I'm looking forward to that because I I do like the sh- series.
1: Oh, I do too. It's it's fun. It's it's not must see television, but it's no. very good.
0: But I mean, I'm also like a fan of the. You know, the I like the, the
1: so. it, I like this style of show. Like I like kind of the spy thriller action things that they're they're good.
0: Well, it's just it's like, speaking of that's kind of like what. Secret Invasion invasion. is trying to be is like a spy thriller action in the Marvel universe with this particular story, and I will say this: what we what I have seen so far, which has only been two episodes, they have some of the best like dialogue for characters with a lot, you know, very good like monologues going on that I've probably ever seen in the MCU. So.
1: I'll consider starting that tonight. It probably but won't happen, but I'll consider it.
0: It's it's an easy watch cuz they're not super long, like 50 minutes, I would assume, something like that. Um but yeah. First episode is a little bit slow. Second episode gets better. So, I'm hoping you have kind of a like upward trajectory with the series. Gotcha. All
1: right, fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Because we we both have had our critiques of, like, Marvel shows where they kind of, like, fall off. Yes. They start strong, and then you're, like, it just, like, fell off a cliff.
1: I'm starting to wonder if I don't have Marvel fatigue, and I just am not as entertained by Marvel stuff anymore.
0: Well, I think it's, like, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. So, like, that's really good. Like, excellent.
1: Yeah, Um, and it was, like, good to be. I liked it, but I didn't but I mean, like it as much as I remember like used to liking things that Marvel did.
0: And then did you see Ant Man the Quantumania?
1: I did, and it's kind of the same thing. I was like, Yeah, yeah this is fine.
0: Well, I thought Guardians is way better.
1: Oh, I thought Guardians was better for sure. But I mean Yeah, Ant- yeah. was like it was like, Yeah, okay, sure. And this is weird and dumb, but okay.
0: But you didn't watch many of the shows. Like you didn't see like you didn't watch Captain Marvel or she-Hulk I, or that
1: stuff. I didn't watch She-Hulk or Captain Marvel. I watched, um, I watched Loki, and I watched, okay. um, which is probably the best one. Winter Soldier. I watched that one as well. Okay. Winter so like, Soldier I and... like
0: Captain Marvel. It is dealing with a teenage girl, so it's you
1: mean Miss Marvel, and that what Miss
0: Marvel. That's what I mean, Miss Marvel. So I mean, like, it is dealing with a teenage girl, so it's more skewed towards that demographic but it was good I enjoyed it it was it was a fun show uh, She Hulk I had a little bit of problems with and not with the content or the writing so much but it was some of the choices that were made were questionable
1: yeah I didn't see anybody I, d- I didn't find anybody that actually like thoroughly enjoyed the show but they, I saw people that liked it and then I saw people yeah. that like that really hated it for some weird reasons
0: Yeah, so I mean a lot of people hated it A lot of like MCU bros or DC bros However you want to say it They hated it for In my opinion, misogynistic reasons Um, I thought it was fine It wasn't a bad show Um, CGI was a little bit rough Things like that For me, things like that Take me out of the world And I'm fixated on like the technical aspects of it.
1: Yeah, that's a fair, that's a fair critique. And so, I, I saw a lot of people talking about that too. Like where it just felt like, why didn't, why didn't Marvel give them the budget that they need? But I will watch secret war though, because it, our secret invasion, because it does, it does have a, it does have a style that I think I would enjoy. So um, I may do what I'm doing with uh Jack Ryan and kind of wait for it all to come out before I watch it all, yeah. but we'll see. We'll which see may,
0: which may be better that way. Because it is kind of like frustrating to like have to wait a week, but I just I just want to get to the next episode.
1: Yeah, it's just like I just want I to just see what want, happens. Like, I want you to know tell your happens.
0: story. And I want to see it all at one time. And it's not but,
1: it's not something that I want to ha- like. I don't know a bunch of people that are watching it that I'm like, oh, when I go to work, uh, that's yeah, that's it's not what like makes, it's
0: Game of Thrones, not Game or of Thrones, House of Dragon, something like that, yeah. where like people are talking about it. Or even Loki for that matter. Loki was kind of the same way. We're like every week, you know, people are having theories and talking about it. It's not that type of show. So. Yeah, that's right, at.
1: All right, Matt. Well, a week from tomorrow, I'll be driving through Waco picking you up to drive you to Dallas, man.
0: Yeah. We'll be there.
1: We'll be there. Big 12 media days.
0: Look forward if you're to in it.
1: Dallas. Let us know.
0: So, Joe, in the meantime, where can people find you if they want to uh, get more of your content or interact with you online?
1: You can find me on Twitter at the Joe underscore um, the underscore Joe underscore Goodman. And, uh, yeah, hit me up on there. Shoot me a DM. Let me know if there's any questions you want Um, uh, asked at Big 12 Media Days next week. Matt, where can the people find you and where can they find uh, find the podcast?
0: You can find me on Twitter at Matt underscore Workman, and you can find the podcast at the Pod. and I'm also on uh, Blue Sky, so you can find me at Matt Workman on Blue Sky, so hop on over there, because Twitter is a dying platform, so.
1: Matt's at Blusky.
0: Yeah, so uh, I was lucky enough to get an invite from a a mutual friend of ours, so. Oh, very cool. Um, but they stopped that because everyone tried to get over there because of uh Twitter's problems this weekend, hmm. which I don't think you even like knew was happening,
1: yeah, I just saw like people were freaking out, but you've no, kind of I'm...
0: been like twitter silent,
1: yeah, recently, so yeah. well, and more... you're busy
0: you're I'm just you were parenting <laughs> by yourself, so
1: yeah. Like I, I have this feel. Like I just know when when football season comes around, like then I'll have a reason to be there. I just don't have a reason to be on Twitter right now. So yeah, all right, man. Well, as I said, next week, Big Twelve Media Days, Matt. Until next time, see like compares, see them. Sports Social Podcast Network